tell me about that. Like, how, what was, what did you get taught that changed your mind? First of all, when Dr. Harfus preaches the revelation of um, heavenly identity and that all things become new, I was delivered from dyslexia, Whoa. which is huge. Yes. If you will position yourself properly in this time, what you receive in this time will take you to where you have never been before. Welcome to Miracles Today, and we've got with us as my special guest, Heather. Thanks for coming to Miracles Today. Oh, thank and you. I want to go right to your story because mm -hmm. it is an amazing story. And I know the first one's a little tender, but mm -hmm. it, it, you were in your teenage years, you were actually raped. Can we talk about that a little bit? Sure, absolutely. Um, when we rode the bus to school, the high schoolers were on our bus as well. So um, one of the upper grade gentlemen, I think he was in 12th grade or something. And he wasn't really a gentleman. No, not no, at all. No. Um, and he just preyed on me and eventually had me come to his house. And, and how old were you, sweetheart? I was 11. Oh, goodness. Mm -hmm. And so that led to depression and... Absolutely. I thought it was my fault because I went into his home by myself. Right. And so I was so, I mean, at that age, I didn't even know the logistics of everything pertaining to sex. Well, sweetheart, stuff. you know now that exactly. there's no way that an 11-year-old can seduce anybody. Absolutely. So you know it's not your fault. Exactly. And then that led you into to, uh, witchcraft. Talk to me about that. I was so depressed. I knew, but I knew I needed to get out of it. Everything went black. Exactly. And you dressed like a goth and you were yes. dark. Everything was dark for you. Yes. Every, black lipstick. I mean, the whole nine like, yards. Lights went out, huh? Mm -hmm. wow. And my parents just thought it was a silly stage I was going to, but I just locked myself in my room and not come out. I even stopped eating. I was just gone. Now tell me about this situation with this, this guy you met um, that had a Bible. And tell me about that because that's a wild story. I know. Um, he was actually a disciple of Dr. Christian Harfouche and, of yeah. course, yourself. Yeah. Um, and he was so different. I'd never seen somebody so funky carry a Bible around yeah. before. And he was just so full of life. Like funky as in, I mean, explain that to me. I mean, he was dressed like just crazy and he was always like happy. Yeah. And I'd never seen, I always thought of people carrying Bibles like just religious and mean and judgmental. And there was something that attracted yeah. you to him. He was just, I, and I asked him, I was like, hey kid, read me something out of that book you got. <laughs> and he read me a verse and I guess I liked it and I gave him my number. And after three days of talking to me, he finally told me how much Jesus loved me. Whoa. And then you went and you got into IMI. Now tell me about that. Mm -hmm. Tell me about how IMI has impacted your life. It's, well, first of all, when Dr. Harfus preaches the revelation of um, 
heavenly identity and that all things become new, I was delivered from dyslexia, Whoa. which is huge. Yes, yes. And I went into college um, and people were coming up to me saying, hey, can we have study groups with you? You're so smart. So and, and you had that your whole life? My whole life. It's documented in all my cube folders. And um, like I was into acting and stuff and my mom had to read me my scripts and help me read me my books and everything. So that was like a really major problem. Oh, and just to know that my mind could be brand new. And, and tell me about that. Like how, what, was, what did you get taught that changed your mind? That, um, that like the heavenly identity, that I could be, become a brand new creature. Yeah. Behold, all things have become new. Right. When Doc <laughs> was preaching on that, I was like, if all things become new, I can have a new mind, brand yeah. new. Yeah. And I also got a new thyroid. So you're, so you're, tell me about your thyroid. What was wrong with that? It, it's a lifelong chronic condition called Hashimoto's thyroiditis. And I would have to be on medication. It sounds Japanese. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> Hashimoto. It sounds exactly. like some samurai disease or something. <laughs> so. Well, it was, they had, no, there's no cure for it except yeah. Jesus. And yeah. it's a documented miracle. And so you had two documented miracles yes. just from learning the Word of God through International Miracle Institute. Yes. That is absolutely amazing. But deliverance from depression is <laughs> number one on the now, chart. Talk to me about that. I mean, what, what was it like going from being totally depressed, dark, feeling like you were the one that caused the, the, the rape, mm -hmm. and then coming out of that? I, I mean, I went from daily fantasizing about my death. I'd plan it. I mean, I, I, what I would think about, meditate on constantly, just dying to end the pain. And when, I mean, instantly when I gave my heart to the Lord, I saw an open vision of Jesus Christ on the cross and just his love for me. And then through the teaching of Dr. Christian Harfouche, just set me free. I'm no longer intimidated. I mean, I could not look anybody in their eye. And then there was actually one point where you actually tried to take your own life. Yes. And that's before you, you met the disciple of Dr. Harfouche. Absolutely. And it was so scary. It was so scary. Yeah. Welcome back, and we're here with Heather. Heather, when we left, we were talking about how actually at one point you were going to take an overdose of, can you, can you tell me about that? An overdose mm -hmm. of pills, was it? Or? Yes, I had just had enough, and I went into my parents' um, bathroom and grabbed whatever type of medication I could. Now, how old were you, baby? Twelve. Twelve years old? Yeah. Goodness gracious. Now, what happened? I mean... I um, went into severe overdose and just swimming. But I remember crying out to God and saying, please, Jesus, take me away from this place. I didn't even say Jesus because I didn't know who he was, but I was like, God, take me away. And um, I ended up moving here to Pensacola a year later with my parents, so he did actually take me away. So, so the, <laughs> so the suicide attempt didn't, and of course it didn't work, you know? No, I, I mean, I was really divinely protected. And I just thank God. I know that somebody was praying for me at that point in time. So you went through, you, you went through 
a rape, a rape. at 11 years old. Yes. You went through an attempted suicide. Yes. You went through becoming involved in uh, uh, witchcraft and big time trying to find the truth. Oh, desperately seeking. And, and then and then you you got healed. Yeah. Of, of <laughs> uh, thyroid and dyslexia. Yes. That's a lot. Oh. And now, how old are you now? I'm 23. 23, and you've got a beautiful husband. Yes. And a gorgeous baby. Gorgeous baby. And can you just take several moments and mm -hmm. share with, with the millions of people out there from your heart, sweetie? Absolutely. Okay. We know you're out there. You're searching for something to change you on the inside. And it's Jesus. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And anything you need will come through Him. You need to get on IMI, and it'll change your life forever. And it will take you out of that place where you are right now. That's awesome. Thank you so much, sweetheart, for sharing. And right now, we're going to go to uh, God's Prophet of Performance, Dr. Christian Arfouche, and we're going to learn how other people, yes. maybe they came out of the same type of situation, yes. can change their life. Absolutely. So we're going to go do that right now, Sounds Heather. Great. Is that awesome? Mm -hmm. Okay, let's do that. Okay. That's awesome. Great job. Who does God call? Watch this. What kind of people does God call? He tells us. He puts them on the wall. What kind of people are they? They're the ones that talk like him day and night. That won't shut up. Kind of people. Now he tells us this. And then he says, and then he says, they're the people I've commended. They're the people I've commended not to keep silent. And said, give him no rest. Give who no rest? Oh, so God puts on the wall someone who's not only familiar with seeing far, whether it's blessing or adversity in order to declare into your life, whether it's warning or preparation. But he also puts somebody there that is acquainted with promises so that he can constantly wear out God with a reminder of what he promised. And God likes that. God's saying, come on, talk my word to me. Because I've been wanting to bless people for so long, I can't wait anymore. Come on, tell me what I said so that I can perform it. Come on, declare my promises. Plead your case so that I can manifest my blessing. Declare my word to me so that I can manifest my performance. Tell me what time it is so that I can stretch forth my hand. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Whoo. 
How many think I could tell you right now real quick? Here it is. Believe in the Lord. So shall you. So while God's getting no rest from the watchman, because the watchman is reminding him of his promises, the people of God's city are getting the faith that establishes them in the call of God. So the words work in both ways. It's getting the people ready for what God's already ready. Of course, believe his prophets and you will what? Now, watchmen. You ready for this? A watchman. I'm tell you what a watchman is. A watchman is one who stands guard. Ancient cities had watchmen stationed on the walls. Uh, their responsibility was to sound a warning if the enemy approached. That was their job. You hear? Yeah. Israel's prophets saw themselves as watchmen. Keep my finger there. Read some. Can I read something to you? Yes. You got a couple minutes? Yes. If you believe that these eight days will change your life like you have never seen it changed in your life, lift your hands and shout like you've never shouted in your life. Habakkuk says, I will stand upon my watch and set me upon the tower and will watch to see what he will say unto me that I shall answer when I'm reproved. And the Lord answered me and said, write the vision. Make it plain upon tables. I want you to notice the prophet had to first get himself up on the high place or the tower. How many of you here understand he wasn't talking about a natural high place? How many of you here understand that he had to go to a place that is secluded? A place that is separated from the average opinion, the average thoughts and expectations of natural people. He had to get alone with Almighty God and allow the Spirit of God to take him up higher. To a place where God can talk to him, reprove him, and show him. So he can have a vision. So he can write the vision. 
so he can make it plain, so then others can read it and run. I'm standing here to tell you that I have been in a high place. And I have come to you this week with something from Almighty God that will mean to you if you believe it with no disrespect more than all that you have been prepared for this whole year. Everything you have heard has been to bring you to this time. But if you will position yourself properly in this time what you receive in this time will take you to where you have never been before. Hi, I'm here with Dr. Christian Harfouche and it's my privilege because, I mean, you're my teacher. I'm actually the first disciple. <laughs> but. This little girl, Heather, at the beginning of the program had a really extremely rough past. Yes. But one day, she met one of our disciples, yes. an International Miracle Institute student. And that disciple brought her to the program, to International Miracle Institute, and now she's a disciple. So it takes a disciple to make a disciple. Yes, yes. Well, you know, that is God's plan, God's biblical pattern is that we would go into all the world and make disciples um, of all people, teaching them to observe what was taught originally by Christ himself. And uh, a disciple is a believer. A believer is someone that takes the word of God and allows the life and the power of that word and the spirit of that word to become their experience. This is where God is able to separate uh, between those who have an opinion or a theory about God and those who are walking in partnership and agreement with Him and they have the experience of the blessings that He paid for freely. Uh, God's word is very clear that uh, there will be signs, supernatural evidence provided and supplied whenever and wherever the word is preached. It says these, uh, it says uh, they went preaching everywhere, the Lord confirming the word with signs accompanying or following. Uh, the promises of God, the word of God that we know. Um, is accompanied by the power of the Holy Spirit to manifest those promises and make them an experience in our life. Well, for instance, when you're taught about um, the provision of God, that He's the God who's more than enough, that He's willing to liberally give of His wisdom, of His nature, of His fruit of the Spirit to you, of His gifts of the Spirit to you, protection and preservation for you, and you begin to believe that, you're literally turning on the power switch so that God can become a performer in your life. And you're also uh, taking the role of, okay, I am accepting the role of 
of the subservient. I'm the servant. Uh, you're the Lord. I'm the child. You're the heavenly father. And so if it is your will to be a good God of healing and prosperity and blessing and guidance uh, for me, if you want to illuminate and, and, and let my path be clear so I can understand what is my purpose in life, what is my true identity in you, am I righteousness, do I have peace, when you begin to open your life up for what you're hearing, you know the truth and the truth sets you free, you immediately begin to fulfill the role of a believer. And then, of course, you cannot keep that to yourself. And this is why uh, we see this magnetic uh, power to grow, uh, uh, applicable and working in what we call the early church. We go to the book of Acts and see that God is using these disciples and multiplying their number. We recognize that although they did not have a Bible yet, they had scripture, but they didn't have the canonized King James Bible like you and I have the privilege today to have and to study. Yet, just knowing that Jesus is alive and He's the power of their life enabled them to literally turn the war world right side up. And within 300 years, the world had heard the message of the gospel. Well, guess what? The best is upon us right now. You and I are living in the most opportune hour in human history. And God has only just begun with His people. He, he's only just begun with you. Whether you're doing awesome uh, and wonderful, or whether you're dissatisfied and you're in a place where you need deliverance and you need hope. I believe that that power is just as close to you as ever and you'll never be the same again. Well, Christian, you know that um, I am forever grateful to God that when I met Jesus, that I met you at the same time and that you discipled me. And it takes a disciple to make a disciple. Yes, it does. And right now, in all boldness, I'm speaking to you as a disciple. And the Bible said that my people perish or are destroyed for lack of knowledge of the Word of God. That is the truth. And I am compelling you right now. If you are saved, you know Jesus Christ, your personal Savior, there should be signs following the Word that you know. And if they're not... International Miracle Institute is what you need. I'm a disciple, and I am determined to make 400,000 <laughs> other disciples. So join us next time for more happy endings and new beginnings.